0: So as I mentioned this morning, uh, we're going to be doing a study on Sunday evenings about uh, covering proverbs. Um, proverbs isn't one of those books, like we talked about in our um, morning Bible classes, one of those books that you can um, read through chronologically or, or go through verse by verse. You could do that. <clears throat> you could. Um, there, is, uh, there are some sections of Proverbs that we're going to look at, um, particularly the first uh, nine chapters or so, um, and then after that uh, we're going to look more in depth into themes uh, and different, um, different Proverbs, pieces of wisdom around specific topics, um, <clears throat> and we'll look at that as we go through the study. But tonight, I just want to kind of start with an overview um, in a... Um, I guess an introduction, if you will, to the book of Proverbs. And the book of Proverbs itself has an introduction, and we'll read that tonight. But I wanted to start over in Ephesians chapter 5, um, <clears throat> starting in verse 15. you Forgive me, as the day goes on, I tend to get more and more coffee. So, not the good kind that I like to drink, but the kind that uh, frustrates me. <clears throat> um, so bear with me a little bit, if you will. Um, So Proverbs is a book of wisdom. The writer, of course, is Solomon, son of the king David. Uh, Our world lacks wisdom today, doesn't it? I mean, I think when we look at a lot of the problems that we have, our society is seriously lacking wisdom. It's destroying lives of young people. It's making fools out of some of those who are older. Lack of wisdom has led to destroyed marriages, lost friendships, and even souls that have been doomed because of this lack of wisdom. Ephesians chapter 5, <clears throat> verses 15-17 through 17 says, Look carefully at how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. You see, the walk of a Christian, a good life, if you will, is to be one that is done with wisdom. Because the time that we have is fleeting. We know that our life is but a mist or a vapor, here today, gone tomorrow. And the days are evil, as Paul says there in the the Ephesians. So we need to make the best use of our time. And too many today are wasting both their time and their lives by failing to exercise wisdom in their daily lives. 2 Timothy, of course, chapter 3. You may not have to turn there. Verse 16, All Scripture is breathed out by God and is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. See, the Word of God has been given to us so that we may be equipped... For every good work, so it is only natural to assume that the word of God that has been breathed out by Him provides us with sound advice concerning our daily lives, and especially so in the book of Proverbs. So the book begins, as I mentioned. If you want to turn over um, to Second Chronicles, we'll start there, just as a kind of an introduction into. Solomon. Stop it. Sometimes I find that talking to my lungs helps. Other times it's the talking that causes them to go crazy. So the very first verse of Proverbs 1, you don't have to turn there just yet. The Proverbs of Solomon, son of David King of Israel. Now many of us here have probably learned about Solomon and his, um, his wisdom, but we learn about that in Second Chronicles chapter one, uh, starting in verse seven. In that night, God appeared to Solomon and said to him, "Ask what I shall give you." And Solomon said to God, "You have shown great and steadfast love to David my father, and have made me king in his palace." Or in his place, sorry. O Lord God, let your word to David, my father, be now fulfilled, for you have made me king over a people as numerous as the dust of the earth. Give me now wisdom and knowledge to go out and come in before this people, for who can govern this people of yours, which is so great? God answered Solomon, Because this was in your heart, and you have not asked for possessions, wealth, honor, or the life of those who hate you, and have not even asked for a long life, but have instead asked for wisdom and knowledge for yourself, that you may govern my people over whom I have made you king. Wisdom and knowledge are granted to you. He doesn't stop there, though. I will also give you riches, possessions, and honor, such as none of the kings had had who were before you, and none after you shall have the like. Have <coughs> <coughs> you ever heard of the treasures of King Solomon? There are many myths, there are many legends, there are many treasure seekers who have constantly been seeking the treasure of King Solomon that was in his temple, the menorah, the Ark of the Covenants, and the, the likeness of it. In fact, Sarah and I are watching uh, a show right now on the History Channel called The Curse of Oak Island. And If you've never seen the show, it's fantastic. It's a uh, reality show following two brothers and their partners on a little island up in Nova Scotia, and they're seeking a treasure. And there are many that believe that King Solomon's treasure is there, brought there by the Knights Templar, and there's all this lore and everything. It's seducing. It's addicting, and it's a really good show. So it's on Hulu. If you have Hulu, you can watch it. It's good. But King Solomon was given riches. This sermon brought to you. Yeah, right. The History Channel. Um, But um, God saw in, in Solomon's heart that he desired this wisdom, and it wasn't so that he would be made popular. It wasn't so that he would be... Uh, You know, the the best king that there ever was, though that's his ultimate goal. But his goal was just to lead the people. It was almost as if he's been given the reins to the kingdom and it's a little overwhelming. And if you think about it, if you put yourself in Solomon's shoes, it is. God's people are now under your rule. That's a big responsibility. Now... Even though Solomon wasn't desiring to be known for his wisdom, he was. Turn over to 1 Kings chapter 4. Start in verse 29. And God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding beyond measure and breadth of mind like the sand on the seashore, so that Solomon's wisdom surpassed the wisdom of all the people of the east and all the wisdom of Egypt For he was wiser than all other men, wiser than Ethan the Ezraite and and, uh, Heman. It's funny, in my my Bible here, it's hyphenated, he-man. And so there you go, he-man is in the Bible. Heman, uh, Calco and Darda, the sons of Mahal, and his fame was in all the surrounding nations. He also spoke 3,000 proverbs, and his songs were 1,005. He spoke of trees from the cedar that is in Lebanon, which is just up the road, to the hyssop that grows out of the wall. He spoke also of beasts and of birds and of reptiles and of fish. And people of all nations came to hear the wisdom of Solomon and from all the kings of the earth who had heard of his wisdom. (coughs) Solomon, basically, from the sounds of it, was a walking encyclopedia. He had the answers. He knew about the, every tree, every plant. He knew about them. <clears throat> Knowledge and wisdom is what God gave him. And so we have the book of Proverbs. Was all of Proverbs written by Solomon? No. <clears throat> there are also some pieces and chunks of wisdom from two other individuals, two other sources. Chapter 30 <clears throat> uh, is, uh, are the words of Agur, the son of uh, Jacob, the, and he wrote these things to Ithiel and Uchal. Um, the next chapter, and one of the most popular chapters, especially among women, is Proverbs 31. This was not written by Solomon. This was written by King Lemuel, and it was something that was taught to him by his mother. Important wisdom. but not from the pen of Solomon, as some um, may, th- may think. Now, um, as I mentioned, <coughs> tonight we're going to focus uh, on introducing ourselves to the book. And we're going to do that, now turn over to Proverbs 1, by looking at the prologue, an introduction uh, into the book. <clears throat> and it's the first six verses. I'm going to go ahead and pop this other uh, cough drop and see if that will help me get through this. I'm already sick. It can't get much worse, right? <clears throat> Famous last words. All right. Verse 2. <laughs> to, know, um, to know wisdom and instruction... To understand words of insight, to receive instruction in wise dealing, and righteousness, justice, and equity. To give prudence to the simple, knowledge and discretion to the youth. Let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance. To understand a proverb and a saying, the words of the wise and their riddles. So, we have the purpose of the book. Very plainly stated here in the first six verses. To know wisdom and instruction. Basically, we'll just kind of wrap it all up here in the major themes here. To make a person wise. That's really the ultimate goal, is to make a person wise. Um, It also is designed to learn how to act wisely and righteously. To treat others with fairness. It's also designed to give the ignorant common sense. To give the young sound advice, and give the wise even more wisdom. Basically to wrap up those first six verses. So at this point it might be appropriate for us to consider what exactly is wisdom and why is it so valuable. Well, wisdom, <coughs> wisdom, um, according to the 20th century Encyclopedia of Religious Knowledge, Wisdom may be defined as a realistic approach to the problems of life. I like that definition. Homer Haley offered this definition of wisdom. He said, Wisdom is insight into the underlying causes and significance or consequence of things, which insight enables one to to apply to the best end the knowledge which he has. So to illustrate this, let's say... Uh, your boss or your spouse or your brother in Christ yells at you. Just gets in your face and yells at you. You could react in a few different ways. You could strike them in the face, physically. You could strike them, strike back verbally. You could yell right back in their face. You could do nothing. Or you could follow what Proverbs 15 one says and you could react with a soft, kind reply. Wisdom is the insight that helps you decide the best thing to do in different situations that you face. Let's say someone makes sexual advances towards you. Again, you could react in a bunch of different ways, but wisdom will enable you to react in the proper way. Now, the value of wisdom, that's what the first nine chapters of Proverbs covers, is the value of wisdom. The virtue of wisdom is seen in the prosperous life that it can produce. Look over at Proverbs chapter 3, <clears throat> verse 13. Oh, I passed up. Blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding. For the gain from her is better than, than gain from silver, and her profit better than gold. She is more precious than jewels, and nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand, in her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to hold those who lay hold of her. Those who hold her uh, fast are called blessed. See, wisdom produces a prosperous life. Now, its value is also found in guarding us against many pitfalls. If you go down a couple more verses in verse 21, it says, My son, do not lose sight of these. Keep sound wisdom and discretion, and they will be life for your soul and adornment for your neck. Then you will walk on your way securely, and your foot will not stumble. If you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden terror or uh, of the ruin of the wicked when it comes for the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught do not withhold good from those to whom it is due what it is what when it is in your power to do it so we have or we need the wisdom to guard us against the pitfalls and there are several pitfalls that are warned about throughout the book of Proverbs three of which uh, we see peppered uh, pretty regularly. The first one is evil companionship, being a friend of evil or, or those who are evil. Um, you also have um, this theme of the immoral woman that you see throughout Proverbs. And then uh, another major theme or an, another major pitfall is laziness. Um, so these are all important things that, of course, we'll touch on as we go through this study. Now, hopefully, we all can see the value that wisdom has. But let's go one step further and notice in particular the value that we have in the book of Proverbs in regards to having wisdom. See, wisdom comes from two sources. The first source is trial and error. This source is personal experience. One's own experiences can certainly be a great source of wisdom. Would you agree to that? But there are disadvantages to gaining wisdom this way. Much of one's life can be wasted learning through trial and error. And see, the problem is is that even though you may have trial and you have error, you have to live with the errors. You have to live with the consequences of those errors. Now, sadly, this is the only way that some gain wisdom, and that's really only if they survive those consequences of the errors that they've made. A second source is counsel from others. This is called proven experience. This is is possible, of course, only if one is willing to heed the advice and the wisdom that someone else is sharing with them. There are clear advantages to gaining wisdom in this way because you avoid wasting all of those years of trial and error. And, of course, you also um, avoid those consequences of, of the mistakes that have been made. Now, to me at least, it seems like this method of gaining wisdom is far superior than trial and error. But, of course, we all go through it. That's why the book of Proverbs is valuable. Because instead of wasting the short time that we have here on earth trying to discover wisdom through the process of trial and error, we can go straight to the book of Proverbs. Because in the book of Proverbs we can find wisdom that is divinely inspired by God. We see, uh, we see Proverbs, we see wisdom that is proven true by generations of righteous people who lived out their lives according to that wisdom. And we also find wisdom that is expressed in ways that are easy to remember. Anybody ever read uh, Don Quixote? There's a line in Don Quixote that says, A proverb is a short sentence based on long experience. Just like that. Right? The value of the book of Proverbs is that it provides the wisdom of God himself. This is wisdom that was given as a gift To Solomon that he then wrote down and shared now this is not to say of course that it takes little effort to to glean from this wisdom but for those who will look to God through his word and prayer the promise of God is that wisdom will be granted look turn over to James chapter 1 verse 5 there if any of you lacks wisdom Let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in his ways. I can tell you that I have prayed for wisdom more probably in the last three weeks than I have in my entire life. Planning ahead for 2018, for different sermons and lessons, but also taking care of a family that I hadn't been in a position to do before. I took my wife's role on for several days, and it was a role that I was not used to to playing. I think I did pretty good. Not to be braggadocious or anything, but everybody lived. (laughs) But every time I prayed for their health, I also prayed and asked for wisdom, um, so that I would be able to navigate the different situations that were presenting themselves to me, including caring for two people who were just bedridden basically for three days, and two toddlers who wanted to get into everything for three days. So, um, and I, again, as as James says, you do so with no doubting. Believe that that, faith, or that that wisdom is going to be given to you. Granted, the wisdom that you're asking for may come in the form of a difficult situation in which you need to use trial and error. It may come to that. But nonetheless, we gain, gaining wisdom from God's Word and from His inspired Word that we find in Proverbs is a far better way to find wisdom uh, than the way that many people do it today. So I hope uh, this introductory lesson has uh, made you want to get into the book of Proverbs a little bit more to glean from its treasury of wisdom. You see, the treasures that Solomon was was given was not just gold and silver and shiny things, but it was also this treasure trove of wisdom. So uh, as I mentioned at the beginning of this lesson, uh, we're going to take the next couple of weeks, several weeks, I'm sure, Uh, to go through uh, the first nine chapters and look at the different discourses that are there on wisdom and the value of wisdom. And then uh, after we get through that, we're going to start going through uh, the different pieces and parts of of Proverbs and consider um, the wisdom that it offers pertaining to uh, different themes like family, um, work, God, relationships, friendships, all that kind of stuff uh, we'll look at. So next week, uh, we're going to Focus on the theme of the book of Proverbs. And you might just say, well, didn't we just talk about it? It's, it's wisdom. Verse 7 of Proverbs 1. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. So we're going to look more into that next week. Of course, no discussion concerning uh, wisdom can be complete without mentioning Jesus. Because, as Paul said in Colossians chapter two, verse three, it is in Jesus in whom all uh, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge in Christ. Without Jesus in our lives, of course, there is no way to be truly wise. And so, we offer the invitation tonight for those who have not accepted uh, Christ as their Savior and uh, been baptized into His death, burial, and resurrection and obeyed his gospel. If you have the need to do that tonight, or if you desire uh, any other assistance that the church can help you with, now is the time that you can come forward while we stand and sing.